once forged in the fires of PR and journalism, Curtis Dewar and Corey Westbrook united to create C-Squared. Now on our podcast, we interview musicians and other industry professionals to give you an inside look on how to take your music to the next level. Hello and welcome to another edition of the C-Squared Podcast. This is your host, Curtis, with my co-host, Aaliyah. And today we are, well, not solo because we're with each other, but uh, we are free from guests. Uh, we are going to be discussing a topic that uh, Aaliyah came up with, actually, uh, which is basically entitlement in your band. So Aaliyah is going to kind of go into it a little bit more in depth, but I'm bringing it over to her to start. Yeah, sure. Um, so to start things off, I guess I'm just going to go over what inspired today's episode. And I did see, and it's not like this is the first time I've ever seen it, but I did see a post on social media that was from a band that is considered a legacy band. They've been around a while and basically saying that they have music that's ready to be recorded, but they aren't willing to put their own money towards it anymore. And they are looking for a serious record deal and if they don't get a deal that they think is justified or will make it possible for them to do it they're happy taking their material to their graves now firstly i don't think they're happy taking it to their graves because they wouldn't be making this post if they were but maybe maybe they're just trying to stop people from asking them about it that's possible. Could be. People might be harassing them about it. And they're just like, look, we got music, but we're not going to share, you know, I, because we can't do it. And um, so maybe that's their motivation. But just reading through the status, I, I thought it was valuable, perhaps, to talk about this mentality of entitlement, because I've seen it in multiple areas of life. And Ultimately, it's just not going to get you, I don't think it's going to get you what you want in life, even if you're right. Like, yes, maybe you have paid your dues. Maybe you have put out albums on your own dime. Maybe you've done the work, you've played shows, but now you're a band that hasn't played or done anything in what? I mean, in like five to 10 years, say. Yep. And that isn't appealing to a record label, to my knowledge. Depending upon the band, because I'll play devil's advocate for a second and just say Rage Against the Machine. Sure. Sure, if you're on the level of Rage Against the Machine, I take it back, but probably you're not, especially if you're listening to a podcast about how to better promote and market your music. Probably. Probably. I just okay. So I want I want to I want to ask a couple questions if, if I can, just to kind of get this rolling a little bit. And um, yeah. if I'm if I'm going too far off topic, just let me know. But okay. okay, so give me an example of a band. Uh, okay, so like this band that you're talking about, who shall not be named, we agreed. Um, so they've been around for a while. They are a legacy band. I don't think they. When was the last time they put out an album? I actually don't know. Um, I don't know. I it's think been a it while was though, right? Maybe. Okay. okay. So oh, I can mute myself to tap de tap. Okay. So anyway, so 
they haven't they haven't put out an album for a little while my understanding because i'm not too familiar with them but i do know who they are um so now like you said they've paid their dues so i'm playing devil's advocate right now here because i know what you're saying but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go on both sides here so a band that's been around for a while that has paid their dues like you said how when do you think is the right time for them to do something like that or do you think it's never the right time because like the way i look at it is kind of like let's say a well-known band like um i don't know who's a band that came out in the 90s that hasn't been around for a while i don't know fudge tunnel let's say fudge tunnel they were fairly well known not that well known but they're they're somewhat known right they come back do you do you think they should only come back if they have the backing of a label and funds I, I don't understand the. Well, what I'm saying is kind of like you, we're talking about entitlement, right? So, like, let's say a band yeah, does come back, band does come back from the grave, but do you think like they should only who's been well, relatively well known? Do you think they should only come back then if they have? Uh, they shouldn't only come back if they have the backing of the label. I'm not here to say what people should or shouldn't do about releasing their music. Fair. Um, that is a personal matter. And if you're happy taking it to your graves, if you don't get the financial backing, yeah. that's fine. That's your business. Yeah. Um, nobody's entitled to listen to your music either. So that's really not what I wanted to comment on. Okay. Um, and I just checked it was uh, 2012, the last album. Okay. So they've been out around, they've been out for like 10 years, out of the game rather for 10 years. Yeah. So what was your immediate reaction then when you saw the post? Obviously, um, no, I shouldn't say obviously, because you're asking me a question. Um, my initial response was uh, mixed. I have compassion um, immediately because I do feel like, like this is also a religious band um, and they mm -hmm. feel like maybe their religion isn't accepted mm -hmm. in the metal community. And that's i know what it's like to be ostracized and like not accepted because of what you believe and what you're professing and so i think there's something to that so i auto automatically felt compassion about that mm -hmm. and but then i also was just thinking i don't feel like this is gonna it isn't a good look i agree to be demanding and that's kind of the vibe that i it gives it's like a vibe of being demanding like um and what exactly is a, a, a proper record deal nowadays anyway it it, it kind of indicates also being out of touch with the way the music industry is nowadays i agree i agree so what do you think would have been the appropriate way for a band like this to uh come forth i don't really know i mean I, I really I don't know because they said they don't, they also said they don't want to um, basically make things for money. They don't want to do a crowdfunding campaign yeah, yeah. is what I took it to mean. Yeah, They're not willing to do a crowdfunding campaign for fans to fund it. Yeah. And so that to me is weird. I don't really understand that. And I would kind of be curious to hear a perspective from someone. Why do you think they said that? Do you think there's any legitimate... I, Reason I do. That? 
well, I do. Well, there's two ways that I could take this type of thing. Bear with me here. My stack of cassettes just fell over and I was trying to, to uh, stop it from doing that while we talked. Um, so there's, there's two ways that I can look at this. Number one is like, they are a legacy band, like you said, somewhat well-known. Um, yeah. It could entice a label to give them an offer by doing that. And that might be the thing that they have behind it is just kind of like, you know, if we put it out there, we might actually get an offer. And uh, I know that they also said in the post that they were more, that they were, weren't willing to, um, you know, go against their beliefs and turn, turn into something else. So, you know, it makes right. them look like they're, in my mind, I think that was kind of like a way of them kind of going like, you know, we won't bow to anything to make them look like they have integrity, right? Yeah. Whether they do, whether they do or not, I don't know. I, I'm not that familiar with the band. I just know the name. So yeah. that's my that that's my one way of looking at it is that they did that on the basis of like, look, we got some material ready, um, but we'll only do it if we get an offer to try to get a bidding war. That's that's my first thought. But I doubt that's the I doubt that's the real thing. What I think happened is that somebody was ill advised and uh, did an ill advised thing rather, and just decided to put that out there. And it just made them look like they were complainers. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, but I mean, it could be because the first to one. Me, to me, if you're going, if the motivation is the first one, why don't yep. you just make your demos and send it to a label and shop it to a label like that you think would be a good fit for you? And like, I know there's a method to that, that yep. maybe, Maybe they maybe they don't know how to do it, but that seems like the more appropriate, more professional way to do it. Like do it through email and communication with record labels, not through public posts on social media that may not give the impression that you desire. Exactly. Well, some people are dumb. We all know that. <laughs> I mean, that I, mean I don't others. think they. I don't think that they're dumb. I think I that's. Think so feel they feel disenfranchised they feel um you know that they've earned they should have they've earned the respect of the community at large to enough of a degree that it should be reflected reflected in how they're treated yeah the only problem is like you said um nobody cares because they've been around they've been off for 10 years well it's not nobody cares it's more that it's there it's well, not having the desired effect and like who cares yeah. like like i mean it's like okay let's say 20 years ago you were a freaking i don't know a, a well-known actor on a sitcom nobody fucking cares nowadays you know what i mean yeah. it's the same it's the same thing with this okay so i'll let you i'll let you go into the next part of it well what what do you mean the next part of it well like, the next part of the discussion like lead, lead the conversation i was gonna i was gonna lead in another direction but i'm gonna be quiet oh well I mean, this is an organic conversation. This isn't sure. like structured. Today's sure. podcast is not a structured list of questions that we're asking Fair. a guest. We are just going through, you know, free thought conversation here about the Fair. topic. And so, you know, feel free to lead it anywhere you think is. Okay. I got, I got something. I do. Like, I think one of the main things, like just in, on the top of topic of entitlement, I think I want to talk about just for a brief second about bands of lesser status doing this. Sure. Cause okay. So like with shield of wings, you guys funded everything yourself, correct? We did. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we did um, crowdfund. You did, you did, did crowdfund. crowdfund. Yeah. Okay. 
can you kind of explain because i this the, okay because th this is where i was going with it was the crowdfunding bit so some people feel that that is begging where i personally think that that's a way to help fund your album can I you agree. kind of go over that okay i agree i mean you're it depends how it's set up of course because sometimes your crowdfunding can be begging um and sometimes crowdfunding can be done in distasteful ways and you're not really doing the things that you promised you would. Like, for example, with another very well-known band where they, they gave you something for your money, but they didn't follow through with the other promises that they made. Um, so it can be done distastefully, but I don't think I think it's incorrect to view like a pre-sale. It's basically a pre-sale of your album. Well, hold on. You think that there's still a form of begging with that? I don't think that that, no, I said, I, I don't think that essentially. Oh, I you said you out, did. No, I don't believe that putting out essentially a pre-sale for your okay. album is begging. Okay, no, I th I missed. I heard you. I thought you said it was different. Okay, never mind. That's fine. So, I might have misspoken. No, I might my my earbuds, but whatever. So okay, so because here's the one thing that a lot of people do get into, like with the begging aspect of that, with the pre-sale or not with the pre-sale with the uh, crowdfunding. So I think it's begging if you're just asking for the money and you're not giving anything in return. Because I have seen crowdfunding campaigns hasn't been recent but i have seen them in the past where it's basically like just give us money and we'll give you like maybe a digital copy or something like that but to me it's like you guys were doing yeah, 100%. more yeah well you know 100%. I mean? and it's like you have to make sure that you plan your crowdfunding in a way that's ethical and that yeah. makes sense you know okay if you want a tier where people just get a digital copy of the album price it like a digital album and price things according to what they would pay for them if they were just getting those things, you know? So, and so, oh, go ahead. No, well, I was gonna say, so, I mean, I think one takeaway from that is like, the difference between begging, like this band is doing that we're not naming, is where it's kind of like, you know, if you don't give us money, we're not gonna do this, period, from a label or whatever, right? Right. Well, with, crowdfunding i'm just trying to differentiate it here because a lot of people do say crowdfunding is begging but with crowdfunding you're actually offering something most of the time in exchange for yeah. people funding the album in advance and they can tip more if they want to or they don't have to they can sorry i just had to bring that up i cut you off no i mean that is a hundred percent the case and i think that you know, people pe people who think that crowdfunding is begging by its very nature, they're just wrong. Yeah. I just, there's no, there's no rational explanation. You can't say that with a reasoned mind and say, and believe that because it's yeah. just not. Certainly yeah. it depends on how the crowdfunding is set up and if things are priced fairly and according to what people are gonna get out of it. But so what, all you're what, doing is offering people an opportunity to contribute. And maybe maybe you're just possessive and you don't want to offer people that opportunity to contribute. You don't want to feel like you couldn't do it on your own. But I mean, getting a label's help is also not doing it on your own. So no. 
Yeah, I don't no, know that's if it's a good... maybe it's seeking seeking a kind of affirmation from the industry instead of from their fans. Yeah, it's more like yeah, like that 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 is probably a good point actually. Clout chasing almost versus trying to do it on your own. So yeah, okay. So can you give an example of what you think a wrong version of crowdfunding would be, like the entitled well, version? No, it's like you already said. It's like, okay, I I haven't seen any because I think that people are pretty, you know, the internet's been around a long time now and yeah. people are experienced with these things and they know what's a scam and what's not. Yeah. Um, the platforms generally have evolved to the point where it's harder to scam people, yeah. thankfully. So yeah. I don't think you're going to see them a begging one anymore. Depends on how you phrase things. Of course, like I would say that is probably the probably the most important thing is how you phrase your ask. I agree. You, you don't want to appear as though you're desperate, which you're probably not. I mean, you may feel that way, but don't don't be desperate and begging people i mean begging is kind of synonymous with desperation so you just want to yeah it can be you you want to offer people an opportunity to contribute you want to offer people a pre-order you want to offer people uh an experience but yeah just just don't scam people don't don't go back on your word and don't don't beg I think you made a really good point. One thing that kind of stood out to me, and I mean, this is kind of basic sales one-on-one, but it's like, if you're, if you're kind of like saying we need the money to make an album and you're only making it all about the band and not about the fans. Yeah. That's entitled. Sure. So like, what do you mean by that? Like making it all about the band and not the fans. What's an example of that? Okay. So like, let's say, if I was going to sell, we'll say Shield of Wings, since since you're sitting in front of me, and Why I was going to make just call out my band because I'm sitting because well, you're sitting here. Okay, then we won't say you. We'll just say random band. If I was going to sell random band, what I would do for the crowdfunding campaign is I would make it about the album I was selling, not the fact that the band needs the money. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. So here's I got a random cassette here. Who is this demon head? So, like, let's say I got the demon head. I'd be like talking about the cassette, and then mm-hmm. the person gets the cassette versus that we just need money to fund X. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to offer perks. Yeah, exactly. But some people make it all about again. Well, we need to afford. We need to afford a van. Yeah. We need to afford a PR. We need to afford this. But yeah. if you're focused, to me, if you're focusing on the fan experience versus the band, right. That's a key point. Okay, so the basic thing is just make sure you're actually offering perks that people want and don't just ask for money. Well, So there's that actual exchange. Yeah, always got to have the exchange and you always want to make it about the person that you're making the product for, in this case, the music, versus just getting the income. Because like I've seen crowdfunding campaigns where it goes like um band needs money to live type thing oh yeah 
I don't yeah. like that. Even if it's true, I don't like that. No, that's entitlement. That's uh, entitlement. One, one exception I'll say is like if a band gets their like gear stolen on the road and they yeah. have like a yeah. crowdfunding for that, I think that that's yeah, that's a little more legitimate because that's like a, a sudden impact to your life that you can't prepare for. Um, and your fans, you know, want to help. So, yeah. but still in a way, you're still offering something in return. You're offering your continued, uh, playing live and things like that. So yeah, there's differences, but yeah, it, I feel like it's a really nuanced difference and I can't really is. articulate it a hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the main thing is, like you said, the desperation versus the anything i think is the main thing like the band also be humble i think being humble is just the the crux of the issue as well yeah it's kind of like a huge important yeah it's kind of like if you come off come across as having a huge ego nobody wants to deal with you yeah and if you i mean but at the same time it's like you do have to ask, you do have to get people, you do have to tell people, you do have to be confident, but, and you have to put yourself out there, but it's the neediness factor, I think is. I don't think that humility and confidence are exclusive, are are opposing things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying. Humility and arrogance are opposing things. Yeah, it's probably more like, where am I going with this here? I, I think we're yeah. on the same page, but it's yeah. like. I, I think uh, there is a C.S. Lewis quote that articulates it. And I can't really, I can't look it up right now. But the essential no thing is like, humility isn't a pretty girl telling herself that she's not pretty. Humility is just not thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not being focusing calm. on that. And going yeah, on with your life. Yeah, it's being confident, being assertive versus needy and arrogant and I must have this or you don't get it. Right, right. Well, yeah, Yeah. that whole um, ultimatum type. Yeah, and I think that's where you kind of got, well, maybe not upset, but it kind of turned you off on the post and it was the same thing with me. Like yeah, if you don't give us this like money, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was like, it was kind of stupid. Um, do we got time for a couple more minutes or do we need to wrap? Yeah, we have a couple more minutes if you okay. want to. Yeah. Some- There's another part, point to this that I want to cover here, which is just like, it's similar, but different, which is again, comes back down to arrogance. You kind of like when bands are shopping for a deal, a lot of times they'll come across like, again they're entitled to the deal for whatever reason but the thing that you need to that you need to keep in mind is the fact that unless you're like metallica or you've been around for a long time nobody cares how good your band is you 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 still have to kind of show why you deserve something the label the label or other people don't necessarily have to be proving to you i mean they do but you know what they I'm do saying? but they yeah, yeah. i mean yeah it's just like at a job interview, you want to interview exactly. a job as well. Like, exactly. yeah, maybe you need a job, but you don't want yeah. to be working somewhere you're going to be miserable. So. Yeah, or, or like another thing, just in terms of this type of thing, which again kind of falls falls into a similar category is 
like a lot of bands will also who are brand new they'll have a maybe a single or an ep and they'll be like well why aren't i in decibel why aren't i in metal jack it's the same yeah principle. yeah it's entitlement for like, sure for sure what are your thoughts on that before we wrap just out of curiosity uh i didn't hear anything i disagreed with i mean okay. i just i think yeah it's just about a matter of um maybe it's a matter of having true confidence yeah. and not needing that kind of affirmation and just knowing that things will come you know doing what you can to make things happen and maybe it comes down to like stoicism or whatever like yeah. accepting reality and you know just moving on from there doing what you can to change it but like think about the things focus on the things that you can control and not the things you can't control it always comes back to that doesn't it yeah it does doesn't it yeah i think every i think almost all of our podcasts or we ever do a solo topic it always comes back down to like focus on what you can control don't don't focus on what you can't control it's like the running theme <laughs> is it well it just seems that way you know what i mean because yeah. uh, i mean that is the, that is ultimately the solution to everything when you think about it to a lot of worries and anxieties it is yeah um in in closing what i want to point what I, yeah, go I, I got one thing before before you do i got one thing i i got one thing i want to say which is just be careful with your message when you're putting something out there yeah that's my final words that's a good principle and in closing i also i hope i'm wrong because i would love to hear the new music from this band and I hope a label picks them up and I hope that you know also anyone who is listening who has anything to do with running a label let me know if something like this would would potentially work to get your attention like comment in our That's when we good. post it on social media because I'm curious to know if it actually would work for a label to say something like what we've talked about if it's a depending on the legacy of the band so um, but yeah with that uh thanks for listening i hope it helped i hope you took something away from this that you can bring that can make your pursuits as a musician better and until next time make like a bull and throw those horns up if you enjoyed this podcast please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your platform of choice you can also join the conversation by following us on any social media and suggesting guests or topics you'd like to learn more about. Thanks for listening to C-Squared.